Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Dan Capril. He is your local wealth coach, certified financial planner, serving Cincinnati and the Dayton area as well. He has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky, and is the president of Matson and Capril. Find out more information about Dan by going to quizdan.com or by calling 844 844- Quiz Dan. Dan, thanks for being here this week. How are you, sir? I'm feeling wealthy today, Walter. Oh, uh, my one and only dependent has officially flown the nest. He graduated from college uh, last weekend. So, boy, do I feel a lot richer now than I did before. <laughs> now, uh, you're an empty nester officially. How does it feel? Yeah, yeah. We always felt like one when he went to college. But, I guess that's uh, true. Yeah, is that yeah. is that when the empty nester uh, moniker kicks in when they're at college or after college? I, you know, I think it depends on the kid and how far away they go. Good um, point. Our son going to Indiana, Indiana University was about three hours from home. So, for him, it was too far to want to come home much. And he's not much of a homebody. So, yes, it's really felt like it. But knowing now that we did a good job, I think, planning his college from the day he was born. So paying for it wasn't much of an issue, but it's nice now not having to pay it. So, um, you know, it's a great time for him, but uh, it's a great time for us. You get a little more freedom. You don't, your life doesn't revolve around your child as much. So Even when you plan for a big expense, it's still painful to actually write the checks when the time comes, oh. I imagine. Oh, especially the size of the checks. They're huge. I mean, I mean, the cost of college is just ridiculous. And, um, you know, it's one of the most important decisions a family has to make is not only the cost issue, but, you know, how to pay for it and what's the right school for your child. Because one of the most expensive things you can do is to send them to the wrong school. They're either not going to perform well or they're maybe going to want to transfer. And when you transfer, your credits don't always come over with you. So you really want to think that one through. The parents should be driving the college process, in my opinion, not the child. But I see example, example, some of these kids submitting 10, 15, 20 applications. It's crazy. There's no way they're doing proper due diligence. But it can wreak havoc on your retirement. Now, you're not obligated, obviously, in any way. I checked the Constitution. You're not obligated to pay for your kid's college. But if you want to do that, if you have the means to do it, just do it wisely. Yeah, that's a good point. Always uh, enjoy a conversation with you, Dan, and looking forward to getting into a couple of different topics today. Nikki Early will be along shortly to talk about some of the retirement variables we should all be aware of. So we look forward to that conversation. And then Dan will take the flip side of that conversation. We'll talk about some of the things that are constant in retirement and how that impacts your financial plan. Plus, Tales from the Tax Side is around the corner, all that and much more. But first, we'd like to start off, as we do each and every week, on the listener line with a couple of questions from folks just like you here in the area. Jim in Dayton has the first question of the week, and Jim says, when my house sells, hopefully in the next month or two, what's the best thing to do with the money from that sale? Well, obviously, this is you know, the, a lot more information here is needed, Jim, in order for me to even give you any suggestions on that. But assuming you've got your housing situation squared away and you don't need any of the proceeds from the house, let's first understand that from a tax standpoint, it used to be very challenging with taxes. You almost were forced to buy another house of greater value to avoid taxation on the sale of your home. Now, that thankfully has been changed. As long as you've lived in your house three out of the last five years, Jim, if you own it just by yourself, as long as your gain doesn't exceed $250,000, you're not going to have any taxes. So the good news is you're going to be able to keep that money tax-free. If you're married, you can shelter 500000 So assuming that's the case, you know, we don't have to be concerned about that. We don't have to worry about setting aside you know, money for taxes. As far as um, what you should do with the money, well, it really depends on what your total financial situation is. If you need to use this money to plan for your long-term retirement, well, obviously, then there's a place for that there. If you have debt other than your mortgage debt and there's a need to retire that, we should look at that, especially if you're paying higher interest rates. 
So it's kind of a, it's a difficult question to answer just here on the radio. I just want our listeners to understand, though, that if they do one of these situations where I often encourage people to do, it's something I'm looking to do, where perhaps sell my home and rent somewhere simply because financially it makes sense. It has a lot more flexibility. You don't have to necessarily pay taxes on that to do that. And that's going to give you a lot of options. So keep that in mind. But really, Jim, if you're really not sure, that's really where you need professional help. And you know, my advice to you, at the risk of sounding incredibly self-serving, is give our office a call. Nikki and I will sit down with you. We'll get a clear understanding of your situation and try to give you some good direction on what to do with the money. Again, the number to call to reach Dan Capril, Nikki Early, and the great team at Matson and Capril, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. If you want to check out the team online, I can't uh, even begin to describe how many awesome links and uh, videos, tools, information, online courses, so many different resources you can tap into on quizdan.com. The website is fantastic. That's quizdan.com. Another great place to go. That's also where you can submit questions here to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Let's see if we can solve Michelle's question. She's in Centerville and says, Do you prefer investing in bond funds or individual bonds or neither? Again, difficult to answer just based on the face value. But I will tell you as a rule, wanting to have a part of my portfolio in something that's relatively low in volatility and that's liquid, I do tend to prefer bond funds over individual bonds simply because if I only buy one or two bonds and that entity has financial troubles, I could theoretically lose my money. There's many things to understand about bonds. First of all, understand that bonds are not risk-free at all. Not only do you run the risk of the entity not being able to pay you back, which you can minimize that through diversification and having a proper standard and poor's rating on any entity that you are lending your money to, because that's essentially what you're doing when you're buying bonds. Just want you to know you are lending your money to, to an entity. But understand this too, if interest rates rise, then old bonds aren't going to be worth nearly as much simply because they're offering a much lower interest rate than new bonds are. So if you find yourself in a position where you're going to have to sell your bonds, perhaps you need the cash for something and new bonds are being issued at a higher interest rate, well, you're not going to get what you paid for those bonds. Now, of course, the opposite is true. If, if interest rates go down, you would make more, but interest rates aren't, probably aren't going down. They, they really can't go any lower than they are right now. Now, when it comes to bond funds, some advice I would give you. I don't believe you buy bonds for high returns. You buy stocks for high returns. You buy bonds specifically to keep your volatility low. So the way you do that is by first only buying bonds or bond funds that are for companies and governments with with good investment ratings, high standard and poor ratings, A, AA, AAA. If you're going to lend your money out to, to entities that are ranked below that, what we call high yield or junk bonds, you will get a higher interest rate. But if interest rates rise, they're going to fall a lot more. Plus, you run the risk that they can't pay you back. Uh, the other thing, too, is I strongly recommend you keep your maturities down. Keep them to under 10 years. Again, for the reason, simply because of the fact that if interest rates rise, short-term bonds will not fall as much as long-term bonds. So as a rule, I tend to use bond funds. I'm not against individual bonds, but the reality is that usually to be properly diversified, uh, we need to have a larger portfolio than just maybe two or three. So it's going to depend on your situation. But I do, as long as they meet the parameters I just described, investment grade, short term, and low internal costs, I would tend to go with a bond fund. Very good question, Michelle. Thank you for sending that one in. So sometimes they're pretty uh, broad, the questions we get, like Jim's question a few moments ago, what should I do with the money I get from the sale of my house? And then Michelle getting more specific, investing in bond funds or individual bonds, or maybe something else, but a little bit more specific question. That's how we can do it here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. If you have a question about your particular financial situation, we can either feature it on the show when you send a question in on quizdan.com, or you can just have a private conversation with Dan and the team offline by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. We have another question this week from Kevin in Springboro, and Kevin says, My investments have done very poorly over the past couple of years. I'm tempted to just sell everything, cut my losses, and move it all somewhere else. Would that decision be too hasty? Kevin, what do you think? Do you think that decision would be too hasty? I bet deep down in your mind you know, yes, it would be. Look, first of all, markets haven't done great the last couple of years. So in just about any portfolio, you're probably going to be a little bit disappointed. 
you understood going in that you were going to have down years or flat years. Look, last two years aren't nearly as bad as, say, 2008 or you know, around 2000 or 1973, 74. It's part of the process. Uh, just because you're going to move it to somewhere else doesn't necessarily mean somewhere else is going to be any better. So what we've got here is clearly an emotional situation. And that's fine. That's what makes us human. That's why what we do is we call it coaching. We don't call it advising. We call it coaching simply because of the fact that we know your emotions are going to get in the way. It's part of your humanness. And it's going to motivate you to make decisions that logically probably won't make any sense at all. That's okay. But as long as we acknowledge that. We've all had moments in our life where we've done destructive things. And hopefully we catch ourselves before there's too much damage. Could be, you know, there are people who've had issues with, with alcohol, there's people with drugs, marital issues, whatever the case is, we naturally at times will, will deviate from what we should be doing. And it's the same with money. Our psychology, it exists in everything that we do. So let's not overreact. As far as what your portfolio should be doing, it may be doing exactly what you need it to do. You just don't know. And that is really the issue, is you don't know what you don't know. Now, there's a great way to fix that. And the way you fix that is that you have an objective, independent analysis done of your portfolio, not by the person who sold it to you, but by an independent person who can come in who's got really no vested interest in what you're doing other than to give you the truth. Yes, you're going to pay that person. But if you have that, then I think you're going to be in a lot more uh, clear idea. And that's exactly what our wealth coaching program is all about. It's designed to show you the direction that you're heading, not to try to sell you a product, but to give you a very objective analysis that looks at all areas of your financial world, from your retirement income, portfolio you need to get the retirement income you want, to how you can reduce your taxes. If you listen to this show, you know that we're big believers in taking steps to reduce your taxes in retirement. You know, to what types of insurance do you need? These are the types of things that our wealth coaching program is designed to do, to give you a very objective analysis and actually write a strategy with you, make you a part of the strategy creation process. And if you don't have that, that type of thing, Kevin, really, you, you need to get it. And so my advice there would be right now, call me, 844-74-9326. Any of you out there, you know, if, the, if you have the issues that that Jim or Michelle or Kevin have said, you know, you, you just don't know all the things you feel that you should know. You're kind of just basing it on a hunch or you don't have anything that it's all that clear. We had someone in our office this past week who had been working with somebody for years and they're always asking him, you know, are we doing okay? Are we going to have enough money for retirement? And he would just look and go, yeah, I think you're doing fine. No analysis, no study, nothing. That's completely inappropriate. That would be like me going to my doctor and saying, you think I'm going to write? And he doesn't even check me out. He just keeps renewing the prescription. It's crazy, right? I don't care if I've been taking the same medicine for cholesterol for the last three, four years. I want him to still test me to make sure that's still the proper thing. And he does. I think we would all expect that. So it's knowing that we don't know the things that we don't know. I know that sounds weird, but the fact that we are aware that we are somewhat naive, or I hate to say it, ignorant, about our situation is a very big problem, and it motivates us to make bad decisions like you just said here, Kevin. Kevin, it might be right for you to make dramatic changes, but we don't want to do that just based solely on the last two years of return. So be careful about that. Have an objective analysis done. Give our office a call, Kevin. I'd be more than happy to sit down with you. Nikki and I will. We'll, we'll get a feel of your situation. We'll show you how the Wealth Coaching Program can cut through a lot of that. What you need to do is get a complimentary review of where you stand and uh, start getting that plan together. Dan can help you craft that, but you've got to call and start the conversation with him, and you can do that by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. Dan's a certified financial planner, has a great team at Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati and the Dayton area as well. 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. You know, one last thing, too, I want to emphasize is we've got a really cool thing called the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. So the questions like this that, that Jim, Michelle, and Kevin just brought up, the Retirement Rescue Toolkit has a lot of great information. It's got an audio CD, book, a couple of special reports that address some of these issues in, in detail. I mean, the book that we put in there, uh, Retirement Rescue, has seven different lessons for retirement. So, you know, I strongly recommend get a copy of this. It's free. We've had a lot of callers over the last, you know, few months asking for a copy. They're literally flying out of here. And the way you do it, it's very simple. You're just going to text the word retire to 555-888. That's it. 
Real simple, 555-888. Text the word retire, pull over, do it now, okay? Now, when you do that, I have to caution you, you're gonna get, get a response back from me with a link that you gotta click on and then you gotta enter in the data. There's a little website that pops up and you gotta enter in your data. If you, if you don't enter your data, I don't know who to send it to, but don't worry, I'm not gonna call you, we're not gonna bug you. Callers call us, we don't, we don't call callers. But it's a great kit. The other neat thing too is once you order that, we'll also send you invitation to our, to our next retirement rescue workshop, which is coming up at the end of the month. So take advantage, this is free material, it's good stuff. We work very hard in giving the, our listeners the latest information that's out there a lot of times are things you haven't heard before and um, it's very important that you be on the cutting edge of what is going on out there so again text the word retire 555-888 is the word now if you don't like smartphones because that's really what you would need to do something like this you know just give our office a call 844-784-9326 that's 844-QUIZ-DAN and uh, just leave a message that you want the retirement toolkit we'll get we'll get in touch with you right away and uh, we'll get it off to you. Again, what you do is text the word RETIRE to 555-888 or call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Nikki Early jumps into the studio coming up next here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. We'll be talking about retirement variables, those things that are constantly changing. How can we plan for a moving target? We'll talk about it coming up next. Stay tuned. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. That's 844-784-9326. Composer Stephen Sondheim once said, The nice thing about doing a crossword puzzle is you know there is a solution. That's exactly how you can view the financial world. You know there's a solution to the sometimes complex challenges facing you, especially when you plan for retirement. And if you need some help finding the right answers, then keep listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here with you. So glad that you've joined us today as we try to make planning for retirement, planning for your financial future just a little bit easier. If you're in Cincinnati and Dayton and in the surrounding communities, this is the show for you. We talk each week with Dan Capril and Nikki Early, the great team at Matson and Capril. And Nikki joins us on the show now. She's a financial coach and advisor. And you can uh, get in touch, by the way, with the program by calling 844 844- Quiz Dan or go to quizdan.com. But Nikki, thanks for being here this week. How are you? Great. Thank you, Walter. Glad to hear it. Looking forward to this conversation because we're talking about the moving targets in the financial world, those retirement variables. And then Dan will talk about some of the constants a little later on. But first of all, if all the financial variables were the same for everybody, retirement planning, well, it's pretty obvious. It'd be a lot simpler. But the fact that everybody is different is what makes it fun and uh, also what makes it difficult a lot of the times for people. I want to talk about some of the major variables that everybody needs to address. And that first sort of moving target that's different for everybody is how much income are we going to need? It's uh, never the same answer for different people, is it? It sure isn't. And what surprises me a lot is when we do have people come in and sit down and we start the financial planning process for retirement, that's a question we ask. And you would not believe how many people really can't answer that. So the first thing is you really have to sit down and look at your monthly budget, know what the necessities are that you have to spend money on every month. Then above and beyond that, you got to start thinking about what do I want retirement to look like? Am I going to travel a lot? Do I have expensive hobbies that I'm going to want to be funding or doing? And do I have a mortgage payment? So there are just lots and lots of variables to take into consideration. But I would say the first and most important piece is really knowing what you absolutely need every month in order to live a comfortable lifestyle. So how much income will we need? That's a different answer for everybody. Also, when it comes to taxes, and in fact, how much people will pay in taxes, that's another moving target, another retirement variable we could outline. Well, and we talk about this week after week, this um, ticking tax time bomb, if you will. We've been taught all of our lives to put money into our 401ks and traditional IRA-type products. So 
in retirement, if that's where we're going to be pulling a majority of our income from, then that's going to have huge implications for us, not only for the taxes that we're going to pay on that income, but also potentially to our Social Security benefits. So where is my money going to come from in retirement? That's huge. What's the total amount of income that I'm going to need? Because that's going to play a big factor. And above and beyond that, do I even have any deductions anymore? Do I have a mortgage payment with an interest deduction? Or is really everything I bring in going to count towards all this income? I'm not going to be able to deduct anything. And I'm going to have to pay a huge tax bill at the end of the year. So many different angles to consider when it comes to income and then taxes just makes things even uh, more difficult to pin down exactly what the picture, what the plan needs to look like. One piece of information that would be great to have in the planning process, Nikki, would be to know exactly how long we're going to live. Unfortunately, none of us knows the day that that's going to uh, to, to happen with the day that we're going to pass away. That make planning a lot easier, but uh, how long should we expect to live? That's a question people need to consider it, but how do you plan for something that's so unknown? Well, you can't, but as a side kind of joke, I don't know if you realize, Walter, there there are apps for that. You can actually plug in a bunch of information on your health, how much you drink, whether you exercise, families, health issues, that sort of thing, and they'll actually tell you when they think you're going to die. Now, I don't trust that in financial planning or retirement planning, but it is not bad to take into consideration, you know, how healthy are you? How long did your mom and dad live? Do you, did your family get cancer? You know, so there are lots of variables there. It's not fun to think about, don't get me wrong. And even thinking about how am I going to spend my retirement? I'm going to be sitting around sedentary a lot, or am I, am I going to be active? So there are lots of variables to consider when you're thinking about how long your money actually has to last. You know, if your family all die, maybe by the time they're 75, you don't have nearly the long retirement to plan for, to pay for, than somebody whose family tends to live into their 90s. So that is a big variable, a huge one, as far as how much income Income and how long you're going to have to fund a retirement for. We're talking again with Nikki Early, financial advisor and coach right here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas. She uh, and Dan Capril have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and northern Kentucky, helping you uh, guide through that uh, sometimes hard-to-understand financial world, sometimes difficult to navigate. You can get in touch with the team by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326, or go to quizdan.com. We're talking about the retirement variables we should all be aware of and try to plan for, even though they are somewhat of you know, moving targets. So when should I start Social Security? Oh, that's always a popular question. And that's going to be a variable for people because uh, it's always going to be kind of a different answer depending on your situation. Well, fortunately or unfortunately, those rules just changed. So there used to be literally 80 plus different ways a married couple could take Social Security benefits. And it had to do with timing, um, the whole idea of file and suspending, there's restricted applications. Well, new rules have taken that away from us. So we don't have nearly as many options. I would say when you're thinking about Social Security, again, the whole life expectancy thing comes into play. If you don't think you're going to live very long, then not taking a check at 62 and waiting till 70, you may not recoup you know, the loss of all that income you would have had over those years. Likewise, if you are retiring at 62 and you're going to hold off on taking Social Security at 70 and you're going to have to be pulling money from your life savings, then that could be detrimental to you later in retirement. You might be better off going ahead and taking a check that's a lesser amount and not depleting your savings during those years. So there are lots of things to think about. Do you have a pension? You know, are there other guaranteed income? streams that are coming in that will allow you to not take Social Security as early as you might think you need to. So a lot to consider there. I would say again, you can't leave your Social Security benefits to your heirs, but you certainly can leave your savings. So I just caution against depleting your savings in order to just hold off from taking that Social Security benefit maybe one or two more years. That's a great point. So many moving parts in the financial world and so many different things that we need to be on the lookout for. And the last 
retirement variable that we should consider would be when it comes to risk. And this is going to be different because everybody feels differently about risk. And uh, some people can afford more risk than others. Nikki's going to give us the lowdown on everything. But how much money should be at risk when we retire? Yet again, another variable, depending on your situation. Absolutely. Depending on your situation. How much money do I have saved? If a large portion of my assets I'm not going to need to tap into based on my financial plan, then it can be as risky as you'd like, depending on your tolerance. So in some people's situation, they may have $500,000 set aside that they're just going to leave to their children when they pass. Can that money be in a little bit more riskier investments? Absolutely. Now, if this particular pile of money that I have in front of me is going to be income for me over the next five to 10 years, should that be super risky? Absolutely not. However, we do need to remember that in retirement, we need our money to grow above and beyond inflation and taxes. So that should all be a huge part of your financial plan is knowing exactly what you want month to month, knowing what you have, and knowing what sort of interest rates those assets need to produce in order to not be depleted before you die. So that's a huge part of this planning process. And if you don't know that figure or you don't know how much risk that you feel like you can take, then come in and see us. We'll sit down with you. We'll look at how you're currently invested. And we will just take a holistic re- approach to your retirement and give you some good, honest feedback. We'd love to have you give us a call. And again, that number is 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Easy number to remember if you do the letter version, 844-QUIZ-DAN. We, after all, call this show Solving the Financial Puzzle, so we like to just have a little fun with that theme. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. That's 844-784-9326. Not only will you interact with Dan Caprio, but also with Nikki Early, of course, your local financial advisor and coach here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call. That's 844-784-9326. All right, Nikki, you've got the rest of the day off. Thanks, as always, for the help. Get get Dan back in here to do some work, okay? All right. You got it, Walter. <laughs> Again, that's Nikki Early joining us on the show. We'll continue this conversation with Dan Caprio coming up next right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Don't go anywhere. have a question you want featured on the show go to askdan.com to submit your question and our host here on solving the financial puzzle dan capril might feature it on a future show so go to askdan.com today you're listening to solving the financial puzzle walter storholt and dan capril with you on today's show dan is of course the president of Matson and Capril, a certified financial planner and local wealth coach here in Cincinnati and the Dayton area as well. Three offices in the area, one in Cincinnati, one in Beaver Creek, and northern Kentucky as well. Want to get in touch? Call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-QUIZ-DAN, or go to quizdan.com. Nikki Early filled us in on some of the variables in retirement a few minutes ago. And Dan, we're going to turn our attention now to the constants, because Mm -hmm. while there are some factors that are different for everybody in retirement planning, there are these constants that affect everybody no matter the specifics of your situation. Uh, I know that you have five constants outlined for us. What are they? Yeah, and those five are very easily ignored. Uh, they're they're almost subtle. We don't we don't they're not like in our face every day, but boy, they can really make a big difference. So, the first one is inflation. You know, we've been enjoying a period of very low inflation for a very long time, and it's almost the point where you almost forget really what it is. But you know, inflation doesn't have to be very high in order for us to really feel its effects. So, if you go back the last twenty five years or so, inflation is just over three percent. So if we have 3% inflation going forward, that means prices are going to double in 24 years. So think about this. You're 60 years old. You're getting ready to retire. You could very easily live to 84. In fact, it's probably the actuarial tables probably say you will. At least you got a better than 50% chance of, of getting there. Great. But prices are going to double during that period of time. So are you going to be prepared for that? Are you going to be able to take an increase, maybe not every single year, but periodically, to give yourself more money. And the other thing, too, understand that that's a national average. That's not the inflation rate necessarily in the things you buy. Everybody has their own inflation rate. So healthcare, for example, tends to grow at twice the inflation rate. 
And while Medicare and supplements cover a lot, they don't cover everything. There's always going to be out-of-pocket expenses. And you're also going to have the cost of paying for your supplement. And that's likely to go up over time, too. So inflation is a real issue. It needs to be a factor in our planning. So that's number one. Number two, talk about it all the time, rising taxes. Look, I hope tax rates go down in the future. I don't see it happening. In fact, historically, we're at a very low rate right now. Look, you only have to go back to 1970s. The top marginal rate was 70%. The top marginal rate in the country's history, 1944, 1945, $200,000. Now, little tidbit on that for those of you who are Hollywood history buffs. Ronald Reagan used to make $100,000 a movie back in the 40s. Ronald Reagan only made two movies a year during that period of time because he was smart. He's like, why would I pay a 94% tax rate once my earnings get over $200,000? I'll work till May. I'll take the rest of the year off. Nancy and I, or he might have been married to Jane Wyman back then. We'll just, take, we'll just take the rest of the year off. And a lot of people did that. So to think that we can't go higher than 39.6, oh, trust me, we can't. And we may have to. I mean, we've got major demographical shifts going on right now. Baby boomers entering the retirement stage every single day. 10,000 baby boomers turn 65 years old. 92% of our budget but in four years is estimated to go to just three things. So actually not our budget, but our incoming revenue. That's going to be um, Social Security. That's going to be uh, Medicare. And it's going to be Medicaid. So the baby boomers are leaving the workforce where they're paying in taxes and they're going to be pulling money out. Guess what? You workers, you're going to pay more and you retirees. The tax the workers pay on their income is the same tax rate you're going to be paying on your 401k money as you pull it out. Strategies need to be employed now in your working years to protect you against that. In fact, where do you see the example I'm going to be giving you a little later on in the show of two different tax returns that look almost identical in terms of income? but look incredibly different in terms of taxes simply because of the planning that one couple did in their 50s versus the lack of planning another one did in their 60s. So rising taxes is two. Number three, market volatility. Look, we're always going to have market volatility. It's normal. Don't buy into the BS when people say, oh, it's, it's more volatile now than it used to be. Statistically, it's around where it always is. The issue here, though, is, is when you're retired, the math for you is so much different. You have to sell shares for income during your retirement. So when you have a market decline on your portfolio, you have to sell additional shares to get the same amount of money. Even though the market may come back, those extra shares, they're gone. So consistency of return is very, very important. You're always going to have it. What's important here is that we understand if our volatility is right for us. You know, it amazes some people when they start to understand that they could actually get higher rates of return with less volatility, potentially, if they just allocate more properly. So market volatility, number three on the constants. Number four on the constant issue, healthcare. Look, this is a big, big issue. It's only going to get worse. We're getting older. We live longer. We still are mortal. The cost of custodial care, those type, that type of care that Medicare doesn't pay for, activities of, the, of daily living where you might need assistance with it, that cost goes up 6 7% a year. That's twice normal inflation. you got to have a plan for that. Insurance may be the plan. Self-insuring may be the plan. Your daughter, the registered nurse, may be the plan. But have a plan. And by the way, if you're going to recruit your daughter, the registered nurse, to help you eat and go to the bathroom and bathe you, make sure she knows that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she knows again. Well, my kids will take care of me. Really? Mm. In fact, make sure not only that your, your daughter knows that, make sure your, your daughter's husband knows it too, because trust me, it's going to affect his life as well. So healthcare, a big issue too, as far as the retirement constants. The last one, and I want to really emphasize this, is fees and commissions. There's a ton of hidden costs associated with an investment portfolio, whether you're doing it yourself or working with somebody. Now, I feel strongly that 99% of the people will have difficulty doing it themselves. Oh, I know there's you engineers out there. I'm smart enough. I'm an engineer. Here's the issue, engineer. You're human. And when you're human, you're going to be driven not by logic. You're going to be driven by emotion. I know I've got tons of engineering clients. They'll be the first ones to admit it. And if you won't admit that to yourself, let me ask you this. If you're married, if you go first, Will your wife be able to or your husband be able to make those logic-based decisions that you think you're so, you know, embedded in? Perhaps not. No, not perhaps. Probably not. Here's the thing to understand, though, is good financial advice does not have to be super expensive. If you're doing it yourself, I've seen people pay far more money in the managing of their own portfolio by themselves than if they had gotten a professional. 
couple of rules of thumb I want you to have. First of all, I am a big believer in mutual funds, but mutual funds can be expensive. In this day and age, there is absolutely no reason for any mutual fund to charge you more than 1% within the fund. In fact, in many cases, it should be dramatically less than that. Secondly, in this day and age, there is absolutely no reason for anybody, I don't care how much money they have, to be paying more than 1% to any portfolio manager. It's tragic. I see it. 1.4, 1.5. No, no. Under 1%. No, need, no reason for you to pay more than that. There are options out there for you. So look at that very carefully. In this day and age, there's so many options. Cost is a big issue. I'm not saying pick your advisor purely based on cost. What I am saying, though, is that cost is going to be a factor that's going to affect you. And if, um, if your advisor isn't willing to lower his cost, that may be something you may want to consider as you're exploring your options. So these are the factors that need to be in your plan. And, and these are the things when we do um, a retirement analysis using our wealth coaching program, these are the things that we look at. And we ask ourselves, are you heading in the right direction given these variables? What is the likelihood statistically of you going broke before age 85 or 90 or 95, depending on what your longevity situation is? If these things haven't been factored in, boy, you are seriously rolling the dice. So don't put yourself in a position of not knowing. A few things you can do to help yourself be more knowledgeable. Number one, get a copy of a Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Fabulous kit. It's got a lot of great information there. There's an audio piece in there. We're adding stuff to it all the time. Get a copy of that. It's very simple. The way you get a copy of that is you text the word retire to 555-888. Again, that's 555-888. Text the word retire. If, um, if you're not into texting and really if you're driving, you shouldn't be, then that's fine. Just call our office right now, 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. When you get on there, when you call, just leave a message. Say you want the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And we'll give you a call back and we'll get you that information. So that's the first starting point. The second thing is learn more about what we can do for you with the Wealth Coaching Program. It's a very comprehensive program. We, it's like going to a doctor and you haven't been to a doctor in a while and he does a very holistic examination. That's what our Wealth Coaching Program is designed to do. So those two things can be a big help. Lastly, if you order that information, we're going to send you invitations to our special workshops that we do every single month at the University of Dayton. So get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It can go, again, 555-888, text the word retire. If you have these five things in your plan, if you are addressing these five issues, your likelihood for success is going to be a lot better. There's a lot of constants. There's a lot of variables in retirement planning, and you need to make sure that you identify each and that you are planning around each. And the strategies that you use to plan for each of these things certainly is different. You can't apply one line of thinking necessarily to the next line of thinking. You have to handle the fees in your portfolio with a different mentality than maybe healthcare or market volatility and the like. And that's important to remember. Get in touch with Dan Capril and his team at Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati, serving you in Dayton, and every Everywhere in between. 844-QUIZ-DAN, that number to call. That's 844-784-9326. Or go to quizdan.com. Or if you want that retirement rescue toolkit, texting is the easiest way to get your hands on it. Great resource that'll get mailed out to you. Text the word retire. That's it. Text the word retire to 555-888-555-888. Be sure to click on the link and fill out the brief information, the brief form that that'll take you to so that we can get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit right out to you. Or again, you can always call 844-QUIZ-DAN might be the easiest way as well. Thanks so much for tuning in to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Don't go anywhere as we turn the page to Tales from the Tax Side coming up next. Stay tuned. It's okay to admit it. Sometimes you need a little help solving the crossword puzzle in the paper, like 44 across. Something is rotten in Denmark. If you've never heard that phrase or read Hamlet, you'd be lost. So you might ask the person next to you in the waiting room, another passenger in the car, or even turn to Google. Eventually, you'd learn that it's another way of saying something smells fishy, or as the actual answer puts it, I smell a rat. We all need a little help solving puzzles from time to time, and it's no different in the financial world. That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to help you solve the financial puzzle in your life. Turn to him and ask the questions that bog you down. Tell him about how you're struggling to go from point A to point B in your planning process, and he'll help you figure it all out. 
Just call 844-784-9326. 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN. To get started today. We know you did it. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from... Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Caprill. It's time for Tales from the Tax Side. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Dan Caprill, serving you in Cincinnati and Dayton. And we've got a great, great story this week for you. Although we're taking a break from talking about the celebrities and uh, the mm-hmm. folks that are on a national scale, Dan, and we're going to talk about some individuals you've met with on Tales from the Tax Side this week. Yeah, this is what I call a tale of two tax returns. Um, every side recently, has every story has two sides, right? It does. It does. So recently, one of our listeners came to visit with me. He'd heard a lot about what I've been talking about regarding having proper tax planning done in retirement, so that he doesn't have to pay a lot of tax on his four hundred one k assets. So this is an individual here who had last year, and he brought in his return last year had retirement, and by the way, he gave me, as long as I didn't mention his name, he gave me permission to um, to go over this with you guys. So I think this is going to be a good educational exercise for everyone. But his retirement income last year was, a, was just over $97,000. And as a result of that, his tax due was $9,758. Now, a lot of people, first of all, don't read their tax return. So that's the first thing I want you all to do. If you've just filed recently, get it out and actually read it. It's not that complicated. But what I want you to understand is what drives your taxes. Now, in this this individual's case, he had about $1,200 in interest income. He had $60,000 that he had withdrawn from his IRA. And he had just over $30,000 in Social Security benefits. Now, because the way this was set up, almost his entire Social Security check was taxable. And as a result, he had a lot more tax due. And I said to him, go, wouldn't you have liked your, your Social Security benefits to be tax-free? So, oh, yeah, of course I would have. So the sad thing is you could. Now, after we were done and we made a number of recommendations, I can't do anything about the past, but I can certainly do things about the future. I started thinking about other clients that we've had that made comparable amount of money. So I found this other one that we did not that long ago. It was almost the same amount of income. It was uh, just over $97,000. But in this case, the total tax due was not $9,700. The total tax due was 420 bucks. That's a big difference. That was it. <laughs> Instead of 85% of a Social Security check being taxed, in this case, the client only has subjected $3,600 of his Social Security benefit to be taxed. And as a result, very little bit was taxed at all. It was the difference between having about 10% of your income lost to taxation versus less than 1%. Mm. $420 on $97,000 of income. What was the difference? Well, the difference is the guy who only paid 420 bucks came to see us a lot sooner than the guy who's paying 97.58. He took proactive steps. He took measurements so that he was pulling money out of tax-free accounts, not taxable accounts. Now, in some cases, he paid the tax early. He said, you know what? I'll pay the tax now rather than having to pay it later. Because the biggest concern that we have when working with people is the possibility of tax rates going up. If tax rates go up, then the amount of money in your 401ks and IRAs that you own goes down. The IRS has a lien on those assets. And not only that, but the money that you're pulling out of those accounts for your own livelihood, it's affecting whether or not your Social Security benefits get taxed. Very simple. Take one half of your Social Security benefits, add it to whatever you pulled out of your retirement accounts and whatever you might have received from a pension. And if you're married and that number exceeds 44000 then 85% of your check, your Social Security check, will be subjected to taxation. That's a big difference especially when you consider that when you put money into Social Security, it was after-tax money. You didn't get to deduct that money, and now you're getting taxed as the money comes back to you. Very, very punitive, but can be avoided with proper planning. So I have a number of suggestions on this. I mean, if this concerns you, first of all, look at your return, especially if you're retired. 
But if you're not retired and you've got sitting there with maybe a half a million or $700,000 sitting in a 401k account, trust me, folks, there's a ticking tax time bomb that's coming on that account. Why not take steps now to minimize that going forward? So there's a number of ways you can address that. The first thing I recommend all the listeners do, get a copy of our Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It's got a lot of information in there on these issues to help you minimize this impact. And when you do that, I'll send you an invitation to our invitation-only workshop that we do at the University of Dayton. So you want to take advantage of that. Get a copy of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Very simple. Either text the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's 555-888. Or give us a call at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Or go to quizdan.com. And you can post a question on there. Say, send me the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And we will, we will do that. Not every account that you have gets taxed the same way. And that's why it's very important when you look at your return, the boxes that are being filled out. I mean, it's amazing. The total numbers on these two returns are almost identical. But what was different was which boxes were filled out on the return. And as a result of being able to move money from box A to box B, so to speak, we were able to dramatically reduce taxes. You owe this to yourself because you need to understand that if you don't address the tax issue, your likelihood of going broke in your, in your lifetime goes up. The IRS needs to be paid. He gets paid before you get paid, essentially, because if you don't pay him, you go to jail. So we need to be very proactive about this. We need to take steps. And, you know, when I look at these two returns, and I'm seeing, I'm seeing one guy making $97,000 and paying 9700 in federal tax. Oh, by the way, too, he also had to pay, oh, about three grand to the state of Ohio. This other individual here not only paid 400, just 420 bucks to the, um, to the IRS, he paid less than 100 bucks to the state of Ohio. Oh, wow. Big, big difference. Yeah, so... You know, this is what real planning can do for you. This is what's missing out there. This is what most people aren't getting. I see it all the time. Look, I don't like to really think of myself as a tax guy. I'm not. I'm a planner. But taxes are a big, big part of the planning process that just gets too easily ignored. And I'll tell you why it gets ignored. It gets ignored because a lot of advisors don't understand it. They haven't invested the time and resources to really becoming good at it. So they push it on the accountant. They push it on the CPA. But guess what? The CPA is not set up to do tax planning. The CPA, heck, he's not even set up to do tax filing. That's something they learn outside of their, their CPA training. But to think that just because you have a CPA means that you're going to be taking the proactive measures to dramatically reduce your taxes. I've talked to a lot of CPAs, some very qualified people. This isn't what they do. That's not how their practice is set up. You need to work with people who are. Let us show you at least what it can do for you. I'll show you what our wealth coaching program does. The tax part's one of the most important sections in our program. Whatever fee we charge you, in most cases, you're walking away with huge amounts of tax savings that will dramatically reduce that cost. So do yourself a huge favor. Learn more about what can be done. Give us a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Go to quizdan.com. Text the word retire to 555-888. A lot of different ways that you can reach us. A lot of different ways we can send you very valuable information to help you make the proper decisions to rescue your retirement from the IRS. That's a great point, Dan. And here's what uh, really strikes me is we're talking about between these two individuals more than $10,000 a year in total tax savings between federal and state. Just in this yeah. particular example, there's a lot of things I can yeah. think to do with $10,000 extra oh. a year in my pocket. Go, going back to Jim's question that. that started the show off today, what should I do from all the money of the sale of my house? Well, this might be an even easier question to answer here of what you should do with that extra 10000 Whatever you want. Well, and not <laughs> only that, think of how that, that 10000 can grow over time sure. through compounded growth. So, I mean, you're keeping that money in your portfolio. You know, you're not giving it away. There's an opportunity cost. When I give money to Uncle Sam, I not only give up the money, I give up all growth associated with it. Now, when you're retired, you're, you're dealing with a much fine, more finite time frame. So, yeah, I mean, keeping the, the, your taxes down is huge. 
It's going to help you to do a lot of other things in your life that you're going to enjoy. But more importantly, it's going to really protect your nest egg uh, because a lot of people are shocked when, you know, they want to pull $1,000 out of their portfolio and they're told, oh, okay, well, we're going to have to take out $1,300, though, for you to net 1000 It's hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I never thought about that, right? Well, what happens if rates go up? You know, again, we've had rates as high as, as 94% in this country. Now, I don't think they'll go that high. But to, to think that they can't go higher than 39.6, to think that um, your tax rate will be protected. I got news for you. If you think that only the wealthy are going to pay more in tax, there aren't enough of them. And the other thing about the wealthy, the wealthy are very good at employing very sophisticated legal strategies to reduce their taxes. Why don't you do the same thing that they're doing? Get the type of expertise, the type of help that you need so that you're not falling victim to what Washington will do because Washington's planning on you being ignorant. You don't have to be. There's a try and true strategy. Trust me. I'm not suggesting anybody create new tax law. I'm not suggesting anybody have to get audited. I'm suggesting you proactively take the steps that can be done. The Retirement Rescue Toolkit will explain a lot of that to you. Learn more about our wealth coaching program. Give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. We'll sit down with you. We charge nothing for the initial consultation. Get an understanding of your situation. If we think we can help you, we'll explain it. Off you go. You'll decide for yourself if you want to do it. Fortunately, we have a nice-sized practice. We don't have to beat people on the head to become clients. We actually spend more time telling some people they're not a fit for us than, than those that we actually offer our services to. But it always begins with that phone call. And even if we don't think that we're a fit for you, we'll be very nice. And if you need to be referred to somebody who's got different expertise than ours, we'll do that for you as well. Again, this is how you get in touch. A couple of different ways. One is to call 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. That is especially the way to do it if you do not have a smartphone because the whole texting route probably won't work for you if you don't have an Internet connection on your mobile device. So if you want to get in touch, whether it's to get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit or to request a one-on-one meeting or ask a question, 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number to call. If you happen to be in front of your computer, maybe streaming us today, you can go to quizdan.com right now, find out great information there, submit a question, get in touch that way. And if you're driving down the road or you're uh, about to pull over and stop and you have the opportunity to shoot a text to us, you can do that by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. The word RETIRE to 555 888, and you'll get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit after you click on the link and fill in your information. It doesn't take but, oh, what, Dan, 30 to 45 seconds, something in that time oh, frame? Yeah. P- pretty easy to do. But just make sure you complete the process. Every every right. week we have people, they'll, they'll text halfway through, and then they don't complete the information. And, again, if, if you're not completing it because you're afraid that we're going to start bugging you, we're not. I mean, we're just going to mail it out to you, and you decide what you want to do from there. Very low, low threatening here, but what we want you to do is have the information. Look, even if you don't want to work with us, that's fine. You need to know this. Look, if I have any passion in this world, it's, it's helping people, you know, not make huge mistakes. Look, if, if you're keeping more money for yourself, you're going to have a better life and our country is going to prosper more for it. So just take advantage of it. Get the information. It's really important. Again, text the word RETIRE to 555-888 or call 844 844- Quiz Dan, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Dan, Dan, we're out of time this week. Uh, As always, an informative show. Hope you have a fantastic week. Congrats again to your son uh, making it through college, and uh, hopefully you're uh, treating him to a nice, fun graduation present. Well, I did have to ask him, um, you know, because he doesn't start his job for two months, so I did have to ask him where he was going to live, so we're working that out right now. No, I'm just teasing. (laughs) Yeah, we've got some fun travels ahead, so looking forward to it. That's cool. All right, very good. Thanks, Dan, for your time, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week, and thank you so much for listening to our show today. We'll talk to you again next week as well. Until then, have a good one. This has been Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. 
Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.